Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Dear respected listeners We praise Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala For all the in'amat and, and, and bounties that he has bestowed upon us And none more so than the beautiful month of Ramadan that he had given us The hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam At the beginning of Sha'ban or Rajab rather, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan that Allah bless us in the months of Rajab and Sha'ban and give us life to experience the month of Ramadan this only goes to show how important this month of Ramadan was that a whole two months before the month even commenced Nabi Pak would make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that oh Allah Give me the opportunity of experiencing another month of Ramadan. Together with this, we've experienced the month, alhamdulillah. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us and grant us acceptance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it such that we were forgiven during that month. And may He make it a stepping stone for the remainder of not only the next 11 months, but for the remainder of life. Let us draw up a plan for the remainder of our life. One new life begins at birth. Another life begins at puberty. Because we know at puberty, that is when we become mukallaf and we become answerable for our actions. Another one begins after graduating from one's studies. While another one begins after performing hajj, as we know when a person returns from hajj. Then all his sins are forgiven and he returns home like the day his mother gave birth to him meaning that all his sins, inshallah, will be forgiven. In the same way, another new life also begins after Ramadan. And thus, I read in a kitab written by Hazrat Mulana Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi, rahmatullahi alayhi, who was a great scholar of our time, passed away a few years ago, and um, was very loved among the Arab and Ajam, meaning that those that were in and amongst India as well as the Arab ulama from the Arabian countries held him in very very high esteem. So he writes in that resolve that after this Ramadan you will become more regular in your salah than ever before. If in the past you would sometimes miss your salah with jamaat and sometimes it would happen that we would perform our salah after its time meaning that the salah would become qada Sometimes it happened that we were fast asleep during the time of Salah. May Allah save us from this. That at the time of Salah, a Fajr Salah, Isha Salah perhaps, Asr Salah, maybe on a weekend if we're having an afternoon nap, that we would sleep through the time of Salah. May Allah save us from this. Let us resolve from now on that we will be punctual and regular with our Salah, with Jama'at for the men. And for the ladies to recite their salah at home on time, inshallah. Make a firm intention of doing this after Ramadan, inshallah. Remember that while we are saying that our Muslim brothers and sisters and children, subhanallah, are being killed and are being, you know, oppressed. And there is a genocide to a certain extent taking place in Palestine and other parts of the world. If we do not do what we are supposed to be doing in as far as our uh you know duties are concerned and we can never hope for the mercy 
and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to come down. We can never hope for this because for the simple reason that this is going to bring the ghadab and the anger of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by us not reading our salah and fulfilling our obligations to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that is number one, that our salah is read with jama'ah as far as possible inshallah. And together with this, he writes that remember that salah and other obligations to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are very important. But just as important is what we refer to as salah or the right, the huququl ibad or the, the rights of the fellow Muslim and non-Muslims around us. Huququl ibad. So when we talk about salah and zakat and we talk about hajj and fasting and all the other things that relate to the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those are huququllah, the rights of Allah. But together with that, discharging and fulfilling the rights of others, what we call huququl ibad is just as important. So let us, dis- let us firmly resolve, inshallah, from this Ramadan onwards to discharge all our other sharia obligations, like inheritance, for example. There is so much of negligence when it comes to inheritance. And remember that the person who has passed away, if that was not round- wound up properly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may take him to account or her to account for this. So inheritance and fulfilling the rights of others. Remember that the rewards that we will get for fulfilling the rights of other people and discharging this inheritance in a way that it's supposed to be done and giving everybody their full haq. Yes, in this world we might feel that we are losing out perhaps. But even if we feel like that, remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has kept a great reward for us fulfilling the rights of others in this world. And when we see the rewards of the hereafter, we will understand that how futile was our attempts to perhaps squander that money or usurp the rights of the next human being. So when it comes to inheritance, properties or the shares of others in partnerships and in business, let us make the intention that inshallah we will discharge all the rights and dues that others have upon us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq of amal. May he continue to guide us. May he continue to shower us with his mercies. And may he make the barakat of Ramadan carry us not only for the remainder 11 months, but for the rest of our lives. Jazakumullah khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.